No one can make you better emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or physically. You have to find this for yourself. You have to taste the brutal moment when you're crying in a corner of the room, curled up on the floor, and you think this is your end. You have to fight to stand up, literally. And you have to walk over to your reflection and scream. Scream it all out. Then you have to pick up your sword and fight and never quit. This is your life. Don't let those bastards win. Hello and welcome to episode 337 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a normal Tuesday episode, not the Mad Manipod episode that we should have had yesterday. I know, we skipped it. <laughs> I got home late. I had two doctor appointments yesterday, and by the time I got home, I was in a bunch of pain. So I did not do an episode yesterday, so... Sadly, it was the Mad Manipod episode that got canceled again, but I got two more Mondays of injections coming up, but we will have to see how it all goes, and we will hopefully get back to that routine soon. I just got attacked by a damn cat again. (laughs) He went upstairs, so I figured I could get away with doing the podcast without him in my lap. But that's not going to work. He's here. You hear little things popping on and off in the background, possibly. I was trying to play some... Some Jeff Bridges stuff in the background, but it's not working well for me. So I guess I will stop that for now. I'm just going to give you some samples of something I'll be talking about later in the show. Uh, But we will worry about that on the second half segment when we get to it. Uh, yeah, I got a fat cat laying in my lap, so this is going to be interesting. Starting out with Dark Red, Where Roads Lead, it's a one-shot by Aftershock Comics. Um, super disappointed, (laughs) because it just happens that they decided to put this in a large book format. It's like it's a one-shot, number one. So I can't put a collection of them together or anything. Yes, it will go on my shelf with my Harley and the Birds of Prey and those other, other books that I have. I gotta grab me a microphone stand here. Try and get something set up to work around the cat here. This is too hard to 
do without with one hand holding a microphone, one hand petting a cat, and then these both hands trying to read a book, look at a book. But of course the cat wins, so I got no choice. It's either that or try and wait again to do the podcast a little bit later. But in this story, we get to see Chip, our little uh, vampire gas station worker, comes to see a friend of his, a friend that he served in the military. And while he's visiting this friend in the hospital, we happen to, well, they do have a little thing on the back of the book. I will read that for you. Rural Vampire Chip wants nothing more than to return to his life of quiet isolation. But his past has other plans. Following the events surrounding the defeat of the Order of the Eventide, blue-collar vampire Chip tries to return to his life of quiet rural isolation. But soon he has to ditch his late-night convenience store shift to travel across the country to New Orleans to visit a dying friend. What starts as a trip of noble intent becomes a quest through a hell of wars to retrieve a stolen soul and escape an old enemy. Uh, This is done by writer Tim Seeley, artist Corin Howell. You could get away with reading this if you know nothing about the series. I think you'd be safe with reading this, but it would not be as enjoyable for you without knowing Chip's whole background and what happened in the run. And it was one of my favorite vampire And other dark forces across uh, comic run that I was really bummed when it stopped, and I was really happy when I seen this come out. So I'm hoping we're gonna get to see another run of comics come out for this series. But uh, yeah, Chip's basically visiting a friend from the military, which you always have few regrets about what you've done in your past and some things always haunt you in your future that are left over from those times and they can weigh on you for quite some time especially if you're a vampire and you don't age but yet the people around you do age and that's what we're seeing here where his friend is laying in a hospital bed about to die Uh, So he gets to his friend a little late, but gets to spend a little time with him. And we see this 
none that happens to be there that's apparently been staying with Chip's friend and working with him spiritually while he was bedridden. And she ends up taking Chip on a little trip to help save his friend's soul. And in order to do that, they have to go through some realms, hellish-style realms, and you get to see all kinds of interesting stuff along the way. It, It was a very fun story for not having anything from it for a while and seeing that I was very happy. And then I picked up I had a place in order for it that Magilla Gorilla Nightwing comic so I could get the third part of the Secret Squirrel story which I'll talk about that comic in a little bit here but uh while I was on the website I'm like they had a 30 pack of horror comics for Ten dollars. I figure, what the heck, thirty bucks for, or ten dollars for thirty comics. That's like thirty cents a comic, isn't it? Yeah. So it's it's like, why not? Even if I get duplicates, it's I can sell them or give them out to future readers. And then I also picked up a 30-pack of humor comedy comics for $13. And that's a pretty damn good deal. 30 to 40 cents a comic. Can't go wrong. But one thing I got was... Uh, I'll be going over a lot of these comics in the past... In the next couple weeks, probably. Uh, got My Little Pony Art Gallery from IDW. It's actually got some pretty fun artwork in here. For being my little pony, which I'm not into, but there has been some fun crossovers that I am looking forward to reading someday. But this art gallery, if you're a My Little Pony fan, it's by IDW. It has a lot of the cover artwork and stuff like that. And, and a My Little Pony fan. Would enjoy that. I'm sorry. I am yawning away like crazy today. Cat didn't do too bad this morning. It it was 3.30 when he got me up. Instead of one or two, thankfully. But my... With my knee injections and stuff, I just... I need the extra sleep, and I'm not getting it right now. I need my healing sleep, but... Next up that I got in the horror lot was Night of the Living Dead. My Little Pony obviously came from the comedy lot. This Night of the Living Dead, uh, issue four. It's a limited cover copy. So that's cool. It's a cover I don't have. And you get to see an ongoing storyline where the hippies in the military run into each other and cross paths and one of the military jackasses 
when the hippies throw some stones, says that someone shot at them, and they just start, instead of taking it into consideration and learning about it, they just all start unloading their machine guns on these hippies, killing a bunch of them, taking them out, and uh, they're on that property, obviously, because all of a sudden, within a very short time, a bunch of them just start turning into zombies, a bunch of the hippies that get shot. So, they attack the military and stuff, and get to see all that, what's going on with it. But then, get this comic out here. We got Nightwing McGilla Gorilla, number one, one shot, with the Secret Squirrel bonus story, part three of four. This is the, another DC Hanna-Barbera crossover that we were talking about. And here we get to see McGilla Gorilla meeting up with Nightwing. And all of a sudden there's a mystery afoot. And Nightwing's like... Trying to believe McGilla Gorilla that he's innocent. Even though all the cards are stacked against him. But at the same time, McGilla's got a bunch of money and he's trying to do uh, a movie or a play based on the Grayson's family history with the whole how they died and all that stuff and McGill is part of the uh, stage show event and he's one of the Circus performers and practices working with Nightwing and all that. And they're trying to put this show together, but then all this stuff's going on. And it just happens to have a crossover with Grape Ape, which is awesome. I love Grape Ape. Way more than McGilla Gorilla, but McGilla is the one that's focused in here. But it's fun to see him and... Find out who's behind everything and what's going on with uh, Magilla and Grape and all these other characters. That's a decent story. This one wasn't too bad, but I still like the Yogi Bear one the best out of the three that I've read so far from the DC Hanna-Barbera crossover. And I've been also reading some DC Looney Tunes ones, which Harley Gossamer was probably my favorite of that so far. <clears throat> and then the Secret Squirrel story gets you a little deeper into this weirdo pinky character and his obsession with trying to stop the squirrel and his daughter. Basically take them out for some reason and we get a little deeper into that storyline and find out more about what's going on with that. I'm looking forward to the end line of that story coming up. 
And then from the horror pile, we also checked out Secret Skull. It's Midnight Pulp, M-E-E-E-D-N-I-G-H-T, Pulp Presents Secret Skull. This is an IDW comic by Steve Niles and Chuck Beebe. This is a really quick read. Interesting character, skeleton-like character, attacking another character, and we kind of see that the skull character is kind of a female vampire, and the rest of the characters are kind of a cult-like characters, and they just got a bunch of issues with each other. Crossing over, trying to get each other to work together in some way, shape, or form. But this is number three, so I missed out on the beginning part of the story, and I don't know where the story's going, so I need more in-depth about who these characters are. By getting the first two, but it was interesting. I, it, like I said, it was a quick read and a lot. I there was like five pages in a row with no words. It was just fighting going on between the skull character and these other characters, and it's it's an interesting run. But I need to know more. Eventually, oh, it's kind of hard to open comics when you got a cat on you. <laughs> then we checked out Star Bastard. I picked these up because they were a dollar a piece. I got number one, four, and five. These were also from that same My Comic Shop deal. Uh, yeah, they were a dollar each. So I figured, what the heck? I had no interest in his story before from getting the synopsis. But then I seen him for a buck. And it's like, well, yeah, what the heck? And the first one starts out. He's screwing around with a alien girl. And it just so happens that her family finds out. And... Makes him and his crew uh, enemies of that that family, and they get hunted and chased down because of things he's done. It's interesting. It's him, a girl, and a tiny little guy that has like a robot body that he climbs into the head of and runs and operates. But you get to see them clashing together constantly. It's not as bad as I thought it would be with them arguing between each other. That's why I didn't want to get into the storyline in the beginning. But now that I did, I'm happy. I'm glad I want to get the rest of them and get this whole storyline. It's basically uh, uh, you could say 
Han and Chewie. It's kind of like putting Han, Chewie, and Princess Leia together, but in different character forms. And Han's a little bit more horny, more pervy, more <laughs> getting in more trouble, kind of like a crossover more with Quill, Star-Lord, than the Han Solo. Uh, but it's, it's your basic space adventure with the variety of characters. And yeah, I'm going to look for it now. I'm going to get the rest of them. And read out the rest of that storyline. Also in the horror pile, I got Vampirella 1992. Volume 5, which I have. And I believe I have this cover, but I have a different... I think I have the virgin one. And so that's nice. I got myself a different cover. And then Vampirella, number one by Dynamite. This is the Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Uh, one. Okay. It's really hard to work around you, kitty cat. Her origins are surrounded in mystery. Some days, she's a powerful entity from another realm. Others... Tell tales of a child born of demonic mother in hell's fire and dispatched to cleanse the world of evil. But all these stories share a common refrain. Vampirella has come to battle the forces of darkness, from vampiric legions to supernatural evils that bigger description. And now she faces a terrible threat that even the blood-drenched powers of the night have come to fear. And this is Volume 1, Issue 1, from 2010, and written by Eric Trotman, illustrated by Wagner Rice. Uh, but yeah, what the... I'm not sure... Oh, it's got a bonus story by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale in the back. That's why I was thinking that we had a... That they did, they did cover work or something. But this is a cover I didn't have. I have this story. But it's a new cover. So what the heck. That's not a bad... That's not a loss because of getting that. Then we got Vampirella number 20. This one is volume five. Uh, we're looking at we're looking at not finding the damn year. Looks like twenty twenty one. So this is the newest volume. Oh, we get to see a character that's pretty messed up in the head. Does some things. Goes off in the space. Has some things happen, and then this entity appears later on. When some type of Vampirella 
comes across them. And they got a giant tardigrade that they're dissecting and doing stuff with. That just so happens to have some type of enough of an interest that someone else comes in to try and mess with things and along the way some superior forces cause some things to happen that end up making all these characters kind of like get washed up together you could say but it was interesting I uh, was on that run I don't know where I jumped off it but Eh, it got me interested in it again. With the whole Dead Spaceman story and all that. Which I remember that characters. From stuff I read in the past. But I can't remember how far I went into the storyline in the past. So I will have to find out where I left off and go from there. And get caught up on that whole story basis in the future also. But that will end it for the comics today. That's all we need. That's all we've gotten through so far from the stacks. We got a lot of reading ahead of us to get through the 60 books. (laughs) But it'll be a lot of fun. Looked like there was a good variety. Definitely worth it. I'd if I order from them again, I'd definitely buy one or two more of those thirty packs. They had uh, other ones also that I think were like uh, specific to brand, like a Marvel one, a DC one, a IDW one, stuff like that. So you can. Go that route too, but I went with the two cheapest ones I seen. And I think they're all under fifteen dollars for the thirty packs, so definitely worth it. I mean, even if you're paying fifty cents a comic, that's a pretty damn good deal. So and they got some decent ones in here that I don't see why they wouldn't resell for at least five bucks so we'll see what happens i don't see any that i'm gonna really put for sale yet until i read them and don't like them but so far these ones are staying in my collection so all right let's end this portion here and we'll get back to you in a little bit with some ms house stuff or whatever we decide to come up with uh, yeah, like I said, I had double appointments yesterday, so I don't really need to go over anything other than anything more with that. I got the, I had the first, I had a bunch of blood taken. The results of that came out relatively good for my six month checkup on how the Maven clad's doing, at least in 
the numbers I seen by going through the results myself yesterday. It's every almost everything was right in the mid range. So in the safe range. I only had a couple things that were high or low. So let's see if my doctor my MS specialist contacts me to talk about that this week. And then uh the other thing was my knee injections, which went good, but I stupidly stopped at a couple places on the way home and I shouldn't have been walking around. I'm supposed to take it easy for a few days after them. And I could feel the pain and throughout the night felt the pain and this morning felt the pain. It's like last night when I'm looking at them, it looked like each of my knees had a golf ball stuck in them. But uh, they were all puffed up and bulging out. But yeah, so I got two more weeks of that and just got to get through it. And we'll be good to go because the last one lasted a year and a half which they they say a good amount is six months to get out of them. So a doctor was really happy with me getting a year and a half out of my injection, injections last time. So hopefully we'll have the same results, but we'll get back to you in a bit with some health stuff. Okay, we're back. And we still got a cat on us. This is just... <laughs> my life in winter time basically as soon as it gets cold out he decides he's got to lay on you constantly it's so damn needy this can't go up in his tower be comfortable out of my way even if I poke him and pat him and constantly pat him he doesn't care he's not moving until he decides to move. But, so yeah, keep working around him. Uh, what I had trying to play earlier in the first half. And just kept cutting off. I have too much stuff downloading at the same time. As doing the podcast. So it doesn't want to play Good in the background. I was hoping it would work out a little bit better. So you hear that humming noise going on in the background. Uh, if you want, if you're having problems sleeping and you want some background noises and stuff, you can tuck yourself in with Jeff Bridges at dreamingwithjeff.com the world is filled with too many restless people in need of rest that's why he I this is Jeff speaking filled my sleeping tapes with intriguing sounds noises and other things to help you get a good night's rest Jeff it's a, <laughs> he's got a variety of them. Um, everything from a good evening with Jeff talking for a little bit, then the noises in the background, uh, sleep, dream, wake up, chimes for dreams. This is the humming one. 
there's a good morning sweetheart one where he's waking his wife in the morning and she's like you aren't doing the tapes are you <laughs> of course he is <laughs> just the kind of person he is uh there's the sea there's feeling good there's seeing with my eyes closed just a bunch of meditative sounds and stuff to help you fall asleep but that's through squarespace and jeff bridges if you wanna ever check that out but they're fun then for people with foot drop issues i had my foot drop the other day and smacked something i can't remember what that i think it was on the metal railing on the stair but oh that cat's waking up he's stretching he's slowly making his way as he squeaks off my lap hey i'm free now he wants to lay on my feet (laughs) i gotta move my desk away Stretch out the blanket so he's got at least one spot to lay on. Get my extent, my microphone cord. Should get a pick myself up a cordless microphone. But, so I don't have this cord dangling around because all it ends up being is a cat toy in the long run. Or it just gets caught underneath wheels and stuff like that. But, like I was saying, my left foot dropped the other day on me when I was walking and does the little drop drag, and uh, I smacked it, I think, on a metal railing on the stairs, but I got my two toes, you know, you got the two toes next to your pinky that look like they grew together, like they're twins. (laughs) I have those toes are black, black, red, purple, black and blue. They look like they were broken. They're pretty nasty looking. And of course, with my alligator skin on top of it, really nasty looking. <laughs> Dried out alligator skin. But yeah, a damn drop foot. I got myself a sleeping brace but i don't have a good walking brace yet that can fit decent in a shoe one i'm considering picking up they have a x strap systems i've heard good things about this one and it's only got three and a half star rating on amazon so i don't know i'm gonna have to look into more this one does look like it's got a lot of a lot of extra material because nowadays they got them with the carbon fiber and just so lightweight and just a couple little pieces is all you really need to keep your foot up in the air instead of to stop it from dropping downward a lot of them i see like this neofect stepped and insightful products has a smart drop foot brace but both of those look like the 
bottom of the brace only goes across half the foot. And I don't think that would work for me because my toes and everything, if I'm holding up my foot, my toes themselves will keep curling downward. Uh, so if I don't have nothing underneath them too to hold them up, it's still going to cause problems, which is going to cause tripping issues. But I was looking at the X-Strap Systems by Dorsey Light. It's a foot splint. But now that I look at that one, I'm looking at all these other ones. They have a push ortho ankle foot orthosis for comfortable support. They have a carbon fiber AFO lightweight design. This one is the one that interests me the most because it's got a crossbar. The uh, Velcro strap area for right above the foot and then uh, the nice flat base to keep the foot straight but that one's pricing out at 350 bucks I mean come on people it's just a fucking foot brace there's nothing to it all it is is the hard metal and the thing you're paying for is the carbon fiber because a lot of these other ones have some bulky materials and lots of plastic and shit like that I told you about the insightful pro- product, Step Smart Foot Drop Brace. They also have, that's one that only goes halfway across the foot. The Neofect Step Dynamic AFO Foot Brace looks pretty decent. It's got a little bend to it, so I'm kind of curious. That would probably mess with my foot since my left foot's my wonky foot. Then they got the cheap, shitty ones, like the medical AFO foot brace. Uh, foot drop brace, splint, ankle, foot ortho, orthosis. AFO walking with, with shoes or slippers. Uh, they also have the AFO foot drop brace. Splint, ankle, foot orthosis walking with shoes and for support, but yeah, I don't know. None of these really grab me other than the carbon fiber one, but I'm not paying 350 bucks for it. The rest look not as well made, very bulky, or uh, not enough material to support my foot correctly, so. You can look into those if you want, if you need those yet. Uh, lots of people have been having problems with Social Security again. Getting set up with their Social Security disability and stuff like that. So, just basically go with it. There are the guard disability advocates. Uh, People like them that can help you with your disability claim processes. You can look at their site with disabilityhc.com and maybe at least get some information looking at other people's testimonials and see how they got through the process. Uh, They go through all the different qualifying conditions, 
whether you have cancer, cardiovascular, immune, mental, muscle, skeletal, neurological, respiratory issues, and they go through each thing. They break it down between like hip injury, neck injury, back injury, uh, degenerative joint diseases, and just all kinds of conditions and issues. And they break it all down for you. And they also have the disability claim assistance by state. So you can get help that way if you need to. Uh, If you actually need to find someone to help you with the disability claim, if you can't get through the process yourself, I mean, this is the way to go. So I suggest checking them out, seeing if they can help you in the long run if you're not having any, any luck on your own. And then another great device you can use for finding out information, checking out things, helping you along the way through your life with this annoying disease. You can go to WebMD, webmd webmd.com backslash interaction dash checker backslash default htm uh, this will take you to their drugs interaction checker or you can just go to their main site and search for drug interaction checker i'm sure and it'll take you to the same spot but this is a nice thing where you can enter a variety of drugs two or more drugs and into their uh little search engine and I'll see if they have any knowledge of those drugs causing any problems together. And so when you're with a chronic disease and you can end up on a lot of medications in between natural and regular medications myself, I think I have, oh, five. I want to say over 25 bottles of or 25 different types of medications that I take daily between natural and prescribed and over the counter medications. So, I mean, that's <laughs> when you're taking these and you're getting prescribed by a variety of different doctors and stuff. If you don't have a good pharmacist that is really knowledgeable and pays attention to those things for you, it's good to be able to check yourself and at least make sure that there's no weird interactions that are coming from certain drugs that you have been put on or natural items that you decided to add to your system. And all of a sudden you find out one has something in it that kind of interacts, counter-interacts with uh, some drug that you're on through prescription. It's like my couple of my heart meds counteract with grapefruit extract. So if anything has that in it, the it's going to have a conflict. But And then I have a good pharmacist that he pretty much 
notices things and he'll say, hey, these two things should not be going together. Why are you contact the doctor and find out why they're prescribing those things together? And because the first thing you do when you go to a doctor, you usually get weighed, you get your blood pressure and you go over your medication list. So a doctor, if they're knowledgeable at all, should know if anything that they're going to prescribe could conflict with something that you're on, or they should be able to see if something that you're on is conflicting. They should be able to say something, but the majority of the times they don't know or pay attention enough to care about that. They just worry about their daily ongoing cases Sets us up with what they think we need, but don't really pay too much attention to our past. So we need to kind of keep an eye on that ourselves also, because they're busy. I mean, it's got, it's makes sense, especially in this COVID times. And they're just trying to get through patients, get home at the end of the day and not have to deal with any extra stress and crap because of issues throughout their day. And, uh, and the patients, even though at times the first year of COVID, it seemed like everybody was cutting back on appointments. Now it seems like everybody's making up for that. Even though it almost seems like the COVID shit with all these extra variants and stuff nowadays. It's like things are getting amped up again. But yet you go into these doctor offices and there's just, I I had to go, this is the one I went into a couple weeks ago. And when I walked in, they made me take my mask off, grab a mask out of a box and stick that mask on my face that was touched by who knows how many people before me and the atmosphere in that walkway from the hundreds of people that walked in that doorway just that morning before me and all that stuff. It's like, really? So I could contract it, but yeah, it's their, their policy. So you got to follow their policy, which sucks because it's like, we just got some stupid N95 masks for free. And yesterday when I went to my appointments, Two of my new masks, one of the one of the straps snapped off. So it's like that was a huge waste, and thankfully we didn't pay for them. But still, it's like luckily I had backups. Otherwise, I would have had to walk into the building without a mask, grab another one out of the box, and use that. But luckily, I had a third mask with me, and I was able to do that instead of using the mask that I paid for that I think is fine, the one that I wash myself and use. But, yeah. So that's annoying. (laughs) But this day and time with all this shit, got to focus on ourselves and do as much research as we can. They say don't be a armchair doctor but we have to be this day and age uh we're finding out more and more that doctors are 
very one-sided, one-minded, and not focusing on the, all the things they can do to help us along the way. They have too many patients to take care of. That's why Mother Nature is currently fixing that situation by eliminating some patients from our planet. Because <laughs> apparently, if any of these numbers are correct, we're definitely in the millions for people that have passed because of COVID. Apparently, they supposedly didn't pass of anything else, which I call bullshit on because a lot of countries, I think, made money by writing people down as COVID deaths when they weren't for regular heart disease or something like that or cancer related or whatever. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the full news. Uh, what else do we got that we can talk about? Why do you feel exhausted? Because you're not getting enough high quality sleep because you own a cat <clears throat> that decides to wake you up in the middle of your sleep. And then you gotta go back later on. Inadequate and poor quality sleep is a common cause of fatigue, stress, medical conditions, and poor sleeping environments may negatively affect sleep and trigger insomnia. If you're experiencing insomnia, consult your doctor for advice. Deficiencies in certain nutrients, such as iron and vitamins B12 and D, may cause, well, I'd say D3, I wouldn't say just vitamin D, uh, may cause fatigue. Your doctor can test for nutrient deficiencies and suggest appropriate treatments. You should be getting a yearly blood test. That gives you all those numbers so you can check them for yourself. I always go over my blood test results, see where all my numbers lie, and then I adjust my uh, natural medications accordingly. If I'm low on anything for that, potassium, magnesium, D3, B12, all that stuff. Uh, excessive stress may cause fatigue and reduce your quality of life. Prioritizing time for yourself and going to therapy may help you manage stress. Or therapy could make it more stressful if you're dealing with, like my currently, or the second year in a row, I got a few hundred dollar bill for therapy I had done in 2019 they're saying I owe for but yet I get my billing from my doctor and it's all covered and I'm supposed to get six therapy appointments a year they're 100% covered and I didn't go to last two years because of all this crap with this so that not only not not only is that causing extra headache and pain because of financial stuff, it's also causing extra stress because of it. But I got to contact them today and work out some more stuff. Numerous medical conditions are linked to fatigue. 
if you're chronically tired, it's important to visit your healthcare professional to undergo appropriate testing. A diet high in ultra-processed foods may hamper your energy levels, so transitioning to a nutrient-dense diet loaded with whole, nourishing foods like fruits, vegetables, and legumes may reduce your fatigue. Uh, relying too heavily on caffeinated beverages may harm your sleep cycle and lead to fatigue. Therefore, cutting back on caffeine may help restore your sleep and energy levels. I cut back because I can't drink it anymore. I'm down to the first sip, getting me nauseous. So I'm done with coffee for a while. See if I can find any teas I can handle. Otherwise, stick with my normal chia lemon honey cinnamon tea that I make with nothing else in it. Even mild dehydration may reduce energy levels and alertness. Make sure to drink enough to replace fluids lost during the day. If you're drinking teas and coffees, you got to drink extra water to replenish your body. Obesity has been linked to poor sleep quality and conditions associated with fatigue like obstructive sleep apnea. Some other things that can cause fatigue issues are drug and alcohol dependence, shift your work shifts, how you're laid out, changing your work shifts, a sedentary lifestyle, certain medications, basically medications, drug or alcohol dependency, a sedentary lifestyle and shift work changes may all contribute to fatigue. So take those into consideration if you're having problems with it. Uh, let's see how to read supplement labels. So you're not having so many problems. Supplements include products like vitamins, minerals, and herbal extracts. The FDA does not regulate the safety and effectiveness of supplements as strictly as it regulates drugs, which is why it's important to practice label reading. The supplement facts label includes important information regarding the ingredients, the serving size, the number of servings, and the nutritional value of a supplement. Uh, some of the most common additives that you can find in supplements are cellulose, stearic acid, gelatin, soybean oil, maltodextrin, potassium sorbate, silicon dioxide, citric acid, titanium dioxide, soy lecithin, magnesium stearate, sorbitol. Basically, supplements list ingredients on their label in order of predominance. Steer clear of supplements that contain a long list of additives, including fillers, binders, sweeteners, or preservatives. Uh, to ensure you're getting a high-quality Supplement, look for products that provide a COA. 
and have undergone third-party testing and are certified by organizations like USP or NSF International. Understanding some of the common terms used on supplement labels is important when picking up the products. The right product for you, like if they're GMO-free, if they're food-based or whole food or organic. There's so many different things they can put on these labels. It's best to avoid products that make unfounded health claims, promise unrealistic results, or state that they can cure or treat a disease that's 99% BS. If you have any allergies or dietary restrictions, be sure to check the label carefully or reach out to the company directly to verify your ingre- the ingredients in it. But, yeah. Those are things to definitely look out for and take, take into consideration when you're picking up medications and reading labels. You got to look them over good. Make sure you're not getting screwed. But we're going to leave it there for today and end it. Uh, Get back to you tomorrow with a wellness episode, hopefully. Sorry about the Madman of Pod Monday. We'll make it up eventually. But uh, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Take care of everything. Keep the monster away. Uh, Rate, review, tell a friend. Check out Under the Call. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. And we'll get back to you sometime soon. Be good.